Hey everybody, welcome back to episode 46 of Pop Cannon. My name is Jordan. I am Robert. I'm Sarah. <laughs> and I'm Joe. <laughs> Thank you for joining us on your preferred uh, viewing or listening device. Uh, today, we are going to dig into the film from earlier this year. Yeah, it's weird that a movie came out in 2020. Uh, <laughs> the Invisible Man. So, initial thoughts. What'd you guys think? Well, this was the first and last movie of or film of 2020 that I saw in the theaters. So, oh, really? Was it really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I, I, and I don't go to the movies often, but I went and I saw this movie. So, I mean, I guess it set the tone for 2020. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Being gaslighted by what's not there! Uh. <laughs> Invisible. Jeez. Oh, um, 2020 to a T. So what did you feel when the credits rolled in the theater? I really liked it. I mean, like, I was happy. I was happy that I got out of my house and saw it before I couldn't leave my house anymore. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, I didn't know much. Like, I know that The Invisible Man exists, like, there's another movie and stuff, and I didn't know any of that. I was like, it was going oh, really? into it pretty cold. Shit, okay. Um, but I left very satisfied. Yeah, I I never saw, like, the, like, classic Universal Invisible Man. Um, I remember, like, the Kevin Bacon Hollow Man, mm -hmm, where mm -hmm. he's, like, real creepy. <laughs> But I don't remember any details. <laughs> but uh, I I felt really satisfied by this movie. Like I never I never really questioned Elizabeth Moss's character's like sanity, which like I think they were like trying to like do a little bit at the very end. But um, I didn't really like question her actions. I felt very like this is a very clean ending, and I'm happy with it. And also, like, technically, the movie is just really fun. Like, it's it's just a green screen suit, but, like, just the way they designed everything and worked around it. Yeah. I thought it was a pretty simple but also complicated movie, which is just talking out of my ass, I guess. But <laughs> <laughs> No, it is, because the concept is very simple. I think the cast had, like, four people. Yeah, right? it was small you cast. You know, it was, like, real small. Um, but they were able to do it on a small budget and use the budget for getting rid of the green guy that was in most of the scenes mm -hmm. uh, but i had the same thought as you joe i texted jordan because jordan had watched it before i did so i was basically saying things to him as it was happening um <laughs> as i was watching it and then at the end of it i was like i cannot believe that it was such a definitive ending to the film like i did not expect them to be like and the book is shut and the story's <laughs> over like i did not yeah. expect that i thought for sure they were gonna um leave it very open-ended or something like that uh, but they decidedly did not do it that way <laughs> yeah i was also happy that it had a very definitive ending which i didn't see coming because i had never seen the original 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 mm -hmm. Invisible I think it was Man. like I think I don't know what the year was, but it was I like thirty three like or something. Thirty four like or something like that. Yeah. But apparently it was based on an H. G. Wells novella. Yes. 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 Mm -hmm. Which I also didn't know. Um I looked all of this up retroactively. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so the initial trailers came out for this movie and I was like, Oh, I feel like they're just giving everything away. Mm -hmm. So I put off watching it. Uh, didn't watch it until I was able to recently on HBO yep. and blew me away. Uh, completely taken back by a lot of what they did and what they accomplished. And doing so little to do that mm -hmm. was yeah. so cool. Um, there's issues that I have with the plot, but overall, it like you guys said, it's a fun movie. Yeah. I was just going to say, it's interesting that you say, like, with the trailer, because when I saw the trailer, um, like, playing on TV and, like, commercials and stuff, and actually, I think I saw the first trailer on Instagram as, like, an ad, 
Mm-hmm. I like saw it and I was immediately like, oh, I want to go watch this. I think you but, sent like, that to me. I, I think so. I think we were at work and you just sent it to me across the room. Probably. Um, because it was just one of those things where like I love Elizabeth Moss and it just like looked like a solid film just from like the little, what, 30, 60 seconds. I just like it was very effective from trailer to finish. Yeah. I mean, I when I saw the trailer, I definitely wanted to see it. I just didn't know how I was going to fit into getting to the theater and I was okay not seeing it there. Um, but yeah, I Elizabeth Moss was fucking unbelievable in this. And I don't think I've seen anything with her in it, including like get him to the Greek that she's been bad in. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like she's always like really effective and really um, convincing. Mm-hmm. Like there's such a believability to her. Mm-hmm. And in this, I mean, she looked horrible at one point. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it just lent so much to what she was going through. It was great. Yeah. Well, I think, like, between, like, Handmaid's Tale and Mad Men, like, Elizabeth Moss has just, like, really, like, honed the woman going through it character. Yeah. Like, she... <laughs> That's but, fair. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't think this movie would have been half as good without her in it like she really brought it home it could have definitely fallen into like campy oh yeah laughing at her kind of but she's so convincing and so distraught and just like so fucking bothered by everything that's happening that you feel like you're with her yeah you know and you want to see her you want to see her overcome it because they they make her like an underdog almost Mm mm-hmm so it's yeah. like <laughs> it's just super super effective storytelling yeah and she really sells that like the sci-fi element of it is really just like the cherry on top like the real mm-hmm. monster is the guy in the suit like he's he's right. the thing to be scared of not just the fact that you can't see him that's mm-hmm. just like a little bit extra on top of this like gaslighting crazy yeah rich fucker <laughs> yeah. yeah and and i think that's another reason why you can get so behind elizabeth moss and like her entire character is because at the at the core of this film it's about like abuse or like Mm -hmm. just trauma and and guilt and gaslighting and Mm -hmm. just stupid shit like that and we've all gone through shit like that Mm -hmm. so it's such an easy and vulnerable heartstring to tug at yeah Yeah. Mm mm-hmm and I think they did it really well. And Elizabeth Moss, like you guys said, fucking killed it. Yeah. Just the dread that she was able to portray. Yeah. And there's just, like, there's so much stress in that movie. Because, like, when you think about the opening. Yeah. I mean, like, talk about, like, cold openings in terms of, like, getting to the heart of it. Like, there's no build up. You're not seeing... It doesn't start with flashbacks. It's, like, literally it opens up with her trying this escape that she had been planning for who knows how long like you yeah. can see her fear it's like kicking the dog bowl you know and the just the dog oh, starts you know like there's the dog is he gonna bark oh yeah. hit the car and like just that panic and then running through the woods and like that scene where he like meets up with the car and just like mm-hmm. knocks out the, it's yeah. like whole like what a way like what the first 10 minutes of the film yeah. Like, you already know what type of person he is. And you know what type of person she is. There's so many things in that opening ten minutes also that are, like, classic horror movie setups and then no payoffs. Yeah. We keep cutting to him thinking that we're going to get, like, the the eye opening or something like that and none of it happens. Yeah. And all of the things that happen that could wake him up but don't Mm-hmm. And, like, that just immediately twists the tension so tight right from the outset that you're like, oh, fuck, this is going to be uncomfortable the entire ride. Mm-hmm. Which I was, like, 100% down for and loved. <laughs> yeah, I'd say the first, like, two acts of the film were, like, super, super tense. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I loved that. I loved mm-hmm. that about this movie the the way that they were able to amp up tension 
without things actually happening. It's just right. setting your expectations up and you're just waiting for like the other shoe to drop and it just mm-hmm. doesn't. Yeah. Or it does, but you can't see. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and, and like I attribute a lot of that to like Elizabeth Moss's acting just because yes. it's, it relies so heavily on like emotion, not like not necessarily action. Like mm-hmm. there really is no action until, you know, you get, like to later scenes, right. um, probably really, I mean, starting, I guess, with the sister a little bit. And then like when she get to the hospital and then, mm-hmm. you know, after. But um, realistically, any of this stuff, you take away the invisibility suit. Right. And that's it's 100% a re- it's, real. It's yeah. a, it's a, it could be real. It could yeah. be anybody's like reality. And we don't even know necessarily what she's been through, but like you can safely assume that that is definitely one of the things if not the only thing that she's going through Mm -hmm. which is like another interesting thing is that we don't know how shitty their relationship was we just know it was so bad that she drugged him and tried to escape in the middle of the night and then like seeing his revenge like what he does like you can only imagine what he was like living with yeah, yeah, but like by the end of it, you're like, yeah, I would have definitely tried to leave too. I feel, yeah, <laughs> she's not crazy. She's definitely <laughs> fucking on point, right? As like the audience, we're privy to like more information than like her friends, her family, mm-hmm. like the strangers. So it's like, and we're going into this. It's like, well, it's called the Invisible Man, so it's probably going to be an Invisible Man. But like, <laughs> you know, if if your friend was like, yo, my ex he's pretending to be dead he has this invisibility suit or invisibility cloak and he sent you that email i totally didn't send you that email right (laughs) like Mm -hmm. you know would you believe them right unless if maybe you're living in like the marvel universe where like shit like that (laughs) happens all the time (laughs) but like but i guess if you look at it from her perspective she was clearly in an abusive relationship right why would these people be like Oh, he's dead and he's leaving you all of this money? Really? That's that's really well, what he's doing? Going back to, like, Robert said, there's really not a big cast. You really don't get a lot of insight into any of the other characters, including her sister. Um, but it's, like, from what I got, she's, like, a lawyer or something. So she seems mm-hmm. like a very real-world person. It's like, okay, well, you have a problem. Your problem is your ex. Oh, look, your ex is dead. Here's an obituary. Here are his problem ashes. Solved. Here's his will problem solved. You don't yep. have to worry about it. And, you know, from, like, a female perspective, um, you know, I think that the invisible man is just is something that a lot of women who are victims of domestic violence or any type of abuse, it's like if, you know, because they say that the most dangerous time for a woman w- living with an abuser is when they try to leave. That's when there's more instances of, you know, like homicide and stuff like that. Like, that's the most dangerous time. So if anybody escapes that type of relationship, they're going to constantly be looking over their shoulder. Um, and, you know, you hear a creak on the staircase. Oh, my God, is that is mm-hmm. that my abuser? So it's like I get like both perspectives i agree with robert i never thought that she was like crazy and i didn't really get the film trying to portray that too much i think it was just kind of more of a you know more like reality like atypical situation you know what i mean like i think we all know that at the end he was never in that closet crawl space right yeah that was clearly (laughs) a a fucking excuse to (laughs) try to pull all this shit off right because he's a master of manipulation and control like he he's a control freak like he need like she said he controlled what she ate what she wore what she looked like he's gonna control this situation i mean he's this smart intelligent man with a bunch of power what else is he gonna do he's gonna work with his brother to figure out the ultimate yeah level and then she asked and then she asked him at one point whether or not he was actually in the room for it, we don't know. But she was just like, you could have any fucking woman on earth. Why is it me that you have to do this to? Yeah, it was Was it the and, brother who said something like, because you, you left? Or like, because she was the only woman he couldn't control, like didn't have control over? Something like, yeah, because he I, had said that to her. I think that was when they met like the second time. 
Yeah. Something to that effect. Because then we find out that she's pregnant. Yeah. Um, which, to me, I immediately was like, oh my god, did that happen while he was invisible? <laughs> but I guess, I guess we're to assume that it was like from the week right prior to that. Yeah. Yeah. But immediately in my head, I was like, oh my god! What the fuck? I'm glad I didn't get that scene because that'd have been fucking really awkward. But that yeah. would have been really strange. That would have been Kevin Bacon all over again. <laughs> but, but we don't even um, know like what the relationship with her sister was because if she's in that kind of relationship with him that he's domineering and abusive, she probably hasn't been in contact with her sister until the point where she was leaving. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Which like that's a good point. Me as an outsider it was like frustrating to see all these people like you're dealing with a traumatized person and like she, of course she's paranoid like sarah said yeah. uh, but she needs help she needs care she needs to get through it mm-hmm. but also she really is being threatened by an invisible right. man <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah and even like I, uh, oh, when sorry, she <laughs> when she uh the one of the most effective scenes to portray how she's uh, a survivor of domestic violence was the mailbox scene yeah yes. right at the beginning like mm-hmm. scared to go out the door o- open the door and stand in the doorway even yeah because before he's invisible the threat of him existing is always there right <laughs> so then when she finds out he dies she's like oh shit kind of like a weight lifted mm-hmm. and then things start happening and she immediately knows something he's not fucking dead he's here fucking with me like she knew it instantly and then they had that quote from something that he said to her forever ago um that you'll that i'll always be with you no matter what or something like that yeah and then it kind of like rang it was probably sweet when he said it maybe but it rang super creepy in the (laughs) fact that he died or faked his death and then was stalking her invisibly (laughs) Which is, like, such a fucked up (laughs) idea. But you know that there are people (laughs) that would absolutely utilize that if they had the opportunity to. At the scene when she's, like, staying with her friend, like, around the mailbox time and, like, when her sister, you know, comes and she freaks out, she, like, sees the thing about webcams and then takes nail polish and, -hmm. like, covers up her thing because it's that whole, like, like, surveillance and somebody <laughs> watching and you not knowing and yeah. like it's just like full life paranoia yeah she's scared that he's gonna hack to her computer webcam yeah and she wants to make sure that that's not possible Which she doesn't she's not scared to... of like some like unspoken government entity looking <laughs> yes. at her webcam she's yeah. not worried about some russian or something like that hacking her <laughs> computer she's specifically worried about her ex-boyfriend that she escaped from that killed himself Yes. Like, <laughs> it's very specific. I really appreciate that it was a suit, too, honestly. Because I was sitting there thinking, yeah. like, like he's, like, is he fucking naked the whole time? And, like, <laughs> or, like, hot, those stupid, like, idiot, like, sci-fi breaking down of, like, well, how does he see if, like, his retinas can't reflect the light? But, like, then you see the, like, honeycomb when she throws the paint, and I'm like... All right. Dude. <laughs> yeah, it's like a suit of like cameras. Yeah, it's like all illusion. these like camera projector things. Yeah. And that's and yeah. so that's one of the things that makes this movie so fucking cool that I really want to go back and watch it again because the sound mix. Yeah. yeah. The click had to be so perfect that I feel like there are definitely scenes where we're assuming he's there or we're led to believe he's there. And if you're listening, you can probably hear the You can because fucking cameras. I watch movies with subtitles because And you hear electric whirring or something. Yeah, like you that, right? you see like oh, click, clicking and you're like, What yeah. what is clicking? And you turn it up. <laughs> oh yeah. man. So that That's like awesome. adds a whole other level to how often is he actually in the room? Yeah. Is yeah. She, is she, that first time because she assumes it all the time right and the camera plays as if he's there all the time but it's 100 percent possible that it's only some of the time right yeah or you don't know how early you right. know or or like if he was there for like a minute and then left yeah mm-hmm. like, well that first scene when she's in her room and the camera pans and like yeah. you're expecting like the shirts to blow or whatever uh-huh. but like, there is like the, the subtitle says like clicking and yeah it yeah. doesn't make sense until you find out what the suit is but mm-hmm. 
<laughs> like clicking. <laughs> <laughs> this That's lady's long. got stink bugs in her house. <laughs> <laughs> That's such like a, a minute detail that they mm-hmm. didn't need to do, they did. but they, they did, did anyway. Because yeah. <laughs> I, so I would imagine in a theater, that was much more prevalent. Oh yeah. You know. Did like, you pick up on that, Sarah? No, but like. I'm not surprised. <laughs> but then again, you so, might not have been like but, thinking to like no, listen. No, exactly. And like, I'm one of those people where it's like, I don't often like, you know, the soundtrack, a lot of the times that's like secondary to me or I pick up on that having watched it multiple times. Yeah, and mm-hmm. even with my most recent re- rewatch, I rewatched it over the weekend. Like I, I wasn't necessarily paying attention to the sound because i'm like well i've seen it before i'm more so paying attention to like plot and i'm like well i'm doing this while also maybe doing something else or like leaving the room or also my tv's old so it's like i don't maybe not pick up on those things right but now like i really want to go back and (laughs) rewatch it with the subtitles (laughs) there's there's the one scene um that i i mean it, it wasn't super hokey but like when you see things just floating yeah it's kind of weird you know Ex- like when the cell phones just that's it, weird it, it, but the yeah. moment when they're at the dinner table and the knife goes in oh the my air, god yeah. like that was like a heart drop moment yeah 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 because you want her to win <laughs> that's why it's like do you like seeing the cell phone floating by itself no but you need that because right. it's the setup of the expectation for when the knife goes in the mm-hmm. air, you go, he's there. <laughs> and I think they did it like sparingly enough that like, yes. cause they know, they know it's cheesy, but like it's necessary because it's the invisible man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And it's this, it's the gaslighting technique of like the, the Bill Murray story when he's like, no one will ever believe you. <laughs> and then he drops the cell phone. <laughs> and, um, so the, I think it was the scene with, the the sheet where he pulls the sheet off yeah she looks up at one point it like definitely looks like there's a person yes turns out to be like a cap and a jacket oh she's going to fashion dress form or whatever it is yeah and that's the look of that is an homage to the original look of the invisible man uh like the universal monster invisible that and the guy in the the hospital yeah 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 exactly um but in that moment where you see him, I'm like, that's clearly a fucking person, and they never go back to it. And I was like, Are we just we just leaving that. He wasn't invisible. He's right there. He fucking is the invisible man. On. I thought the same thing. <laughs> I freaked I the it. fuck out yeah. when that happened. Uh. Totally freaked out. Yeah. Uh, just speaking of his look, like I really, I really dug the fact that it was a suit and i liked how it was all like reflective and mm-hmm. the sound mix of course phenomenal mm-hmm. um but even just when when she first takes the pen to i had wrist, to look away <laughs> uh and she's like gotcha and stabs him <laughs> The way it flickered and yeah. like almost looked like the suit was in distress with him, mm-hmm. yeah. I thought that was a really interesting direction to go. Yeah, it was because it was like it was, and it was, and that, so then from then on, it keeps flickering mm-hmm. um, throughout that. But that was his brother that was fucking with her at the asylum, at the asylum, and then in yeah. that parking lot. See, I took it as he was fucking with her at the hospital while his brother was heading towards, uh, right, and then from the hospital, he went to Mm -hmm. his Mm -hmm. mansion house. Yep, yep. Right, yeah. That's how I took it, There were two suits, and that's like, I had to... Three. Well, there were three suits, because she hid the one. Yeah. Because when she's escaping, there are three... Because I, I had to explain that to Amanda because she's like, wait a second. How did he get there if she has it? And I was like, there's another suit. <laughs> I thought there no, were only the one two. There's but... one on the thing. Right. Yeah. And then there's one that we know of out there. And right. there's the one because there's the one that she hid. Right. So that, there's okay. the one on the thing that she took mm-hmm. that she hid. And then we know 
that there's clearly one out there because she was just dealing with it. Right. But I think, like, if, from what I remember, I, it could be wrong, in, like, the opening scene when she's leaving and she's going through the room to, like, do the security mm-hmm. thing, there's three suits. Okay. Are there? I thought oh, so. I might be making this up. I don't remember, but... I thought that I there were three suits. Like, three stands? Yeah, I thought that there were three stands. Oh, okay. Okay. I could, like I, I said, I could be totally two. making this up. I, I don't know. I could be gaslighting you. <laughs> <laughs> the subtitle of this episode is Believe Women, so I'm going to trust you there were three suits. <laughs> That's funny. But, like, so the, so the, the attic scene Ugh. was fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. Was, like, super fucked up because he just, like, laid things out for her to find. Mm-hmm. And then there's, like, additional to that, there's, like, some of her clothes that are up there. Mm-hmm. So, like, there's additional stuff that she didn't even really focus on. Because uh, she had, like, what was it? The phone that was up there. A knife. A knife. The knife that was up there her, that she the, had in the kitchen. Her portfolio that he stole. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, my God. The portfolio that he stole. <laughs> Yeah, like it was just it was crazy. So then, the fucking paint thing, yeah, was like the to me one of the coolest things in the movie was like just making him appear. Like that's the craziest thing because we don't know necessarily where she is, but she knows where he is yeah. almost all the time. Mm-hmm. So she just blindly throws that paint at him, and it fucking drenches him. And then also ruins her friend's house. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> that That's he's redoing. <laughs> That's the thing about those relationships, though. Like, the abusers, as much as they're, like, learning everything and controlling you, the person being abused is learning oh, all yeah. of their routines as well. So, like, yep. in that way, like, she is the only person who can take him down. Mm-hmm. Because she's the only person who knows him that deeply. Yeah. And you're thinks. almost expecting him to be in the attic with her. Yeah. Yeah. Which at so that point that I was <laughs> just like voyeuring. <laughs> yeah. You know. At that point, I still almost... didn't know it was a suit, so I thought he was like crawling naked across like fiberglass <laughs> insulation, uh-huh. and I was just like squirming in my seat thinking about that. <laughs> oh God, that's too itchy. <laughs> but then I yeah, said, "Oh, it's like, a suit." I didn't know if they were like trying to tease like a supernatural type of of thing mm-hmm. with this yeah. like it's always been like a science thing but it was like i drink a potion and i turn invisible not i was bit yeah. by a radioactive invisible thing okay <laughs> miles morales can turn invisible but that's a different thing <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. but yeah i'm just saying like i didn't know if they were gonna go like Right. He's Which a ghost route it was going to be. Right. right. Yeah. They went tech. Because now I'm thinking like Dark Universe. We had mm-hmm. the mummy. Well, that's what they were thinking too. <laughs> yeah. I I have to imagine that if this were to be connected to what they wanted to be the Dark Universe to be, this would have been a much more faithful adaptation to the original film from the 30s. Rather than this reimagining and this uh, update, if you will, of what this Invisible Man meant, because it was supposed to be Johnny Depp, right? And Which would the guy that winds up playing the Invisible Man here is the guy from Hill House, yeah, uh, on Netflix, who yeah. is on sc- who's physically on screen for I think three minutes, <laughs> um, probably. But he actually, the actor actually was on set with Elizabeth Moss way more mm-hmm. than they even needed him to be. Oh. Because he wanted to give her something to play off of. So, so is he the guy in the suit? Yes. He's in, wow. the, he's in the green suit for a lot of the movie. Okay. That's wow. And then they shot the toss over the kitchen table scene, I think they said four or five times. Wow. Uh, her on wires, him in the green suit, then stunt people in green suits helping her get over. Like, then so her in the it. green suit. <laughs> and, then they just, and then they just overlaid each This thing one's for fun. Okay. Right. <laughs> now let's put him over the table. <laughs> but they, yeah, so they did that a bunch of times to try to get like the most accurate, I guess, 
depiction of an invisible person tossing someone across <laughs> the kitchen table. That's really fun. And I thought it was really effective, that entire sequence yeah. of that first like house fight or whatever you'd want to call it was fucking awesome when he lit the kitchen on fire and <laughs> made her just look like she was crazy and not paying attention to shit. Well, that scene also made me question um, as like, you know, like a nerd thought, do you think this is like a military suit? Like it, like, do you think it has enhancements? Cause he, he really gets her. Like he, he picked did. her up with one hand at one point. Cause he's holding the knife and mm-hmm. her neck yeah. and she's off the ground. And then he like chucked her across that table, which like, was I that think... just to be like a violent scene or is that suggesting some other attributes to the suit? Does I that matter? She's just, I think she's just so small. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's kind of, what i was thinking too okay like he, he's like a bigger dude and i think he's like six something so like he might yeah. just be he also took but a couple a shots before he went down and yeah. he got stabbed a bunch he did he get, he stabbed, did get stabbed but maybe the suit was kind of protecting somewhat yeah Could. well that's that's what i want to know is like so if it is militarized say like is That's that the only application why? I, I don't could think see that he would sell it any, for. I don't right. think that the suit is super powered in any way. Okay. I think it's just reflective because he's a Op- world leader in optics. Yeah. Which is nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Which, you know, the optics Eyeballs. were bad for being an abuser. Um, so he's a glorified eye doctor. <laughs> that's that's when you say optics, I thought optical. And right. that's the uh, optical section at Walmart, you know, right. I think maybe they meant like uh, fiber optics <laughs> or something, uh, which would have made, I think, a little bit more yeah. sense. But I guess optics just meaning like he does things with vision or something. I have no fucking idea what that yeah. yeah. Optics is like, or like uh, illusions. I, I feel like optics is like a sci fi thing for like <laughs> eye tech, yeah. visibility yeah, like- tech. Like, cause there's like, an, that suit is like an optical illusion. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? Like it tricks them or like things that trick the mind. I don't know why I'm getting close with the pencil to my eye. But <laughs> The um... suit is just one of those things that like you have to like make the sailboat appear. Yeah. <laughs> if he's you stare he's at on his, the couch. He's if you stare there. at he's it long enough, it'll move. He was intimidating. He yeah, was. for the three minutes that he was on screen, which uh, proves how much power like he has. Again, yeah. you see his face for like three minutes, and you're like, "It was a nice touch that like even till like halfway through that last scene, you don't get a clear look at him. Like yeah. first you see him in the bed, and then like when she gets to the house, he's so far away you can't really make him out. And then they finally punch in for the close up, and you finally get to see the Invisible Man. Right, but like. And you're right, like, he's just so, such a foreboding person, and I'm sure he's a wonderful person, but, like, <laughs> I think all the tweets about this have just been, like, he is the epitome of a toxic man, and that's why he keeps <laughs> getting these parts. <laughs> <laughs> but he, I listened to an interview with him, because I wanted to hear what he actually sounds like, yeah. because it's, like, he's had a different voice for everything that I've seen him in so far, because I just finished watching Bly Manor, and... He sounds very sweet. He almost sounds like Tom Hiddleston. Like, <laughs> he's a nice English man. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. He did, and, like, so the the final scene with her and him and the dinner, like, he's not, he's, be, I feel like he's intentionally being very careful with every word that he says. Mm-hmm. As gaslighters do. Yeah, like, yep. he's choosing everything specifically. And then when she finally fucking decides to... Because I feel like she wasn't necessarily going to do it. Yeah. She was waiting for him to... Give her a reason. I think it was maybe... I don't know if it was plan A or plan B. I keep going back and forth. I don't think... I don't... She went there with the express purpose that I will fucking kill him if he brings it up. Yeah. Because he's gonna... If he lies to me, I'm going to kill him. Mm -hmm. I think that was the decision that she wanted to make. And I think that's why she was so in, insistent on getting the, the truth from him. And she didn't believe him. But when he got super close to her and he said, surprise. That's when she knew she was absolutely going to fucking murder him. Yeah. Because that was the thing that he said 
while he was invisible earlier mm-hmm. on in the film. And apparently they reshot that. Just that. So they had to all fly to fucking wherever that was filmed. Just so they could get that scene again. Because the director wanted another shot at that line. Because mm. I mm. think he might have wanted to make sure that they were almost identical in the way that he enunciated and said it and just wanted to rather than just using the overdub or whatever he wanted to make sure that it sounded exactly like it was from earlier in the film yeah i think part of her motivation was also just if she can get it on record she can prove to everybody like she already knows like she's saying like i just want to know i'm not crazy but it's really like i want everyone to know I'm not crazy. And, like, she already has people on her side when, like, it's revealed that the suits exist. But, like, to let him, even in death, to be remembered as, you know, a victim in all of this is tragic in its own way. But it's still some sort of justice. Do you know what I wanted to know? What? I highly doubt he got around to changing his will between his fake death and his real death. Oh yeah, does so, she get the money back? So, because if she's not convicted of a crime, right? Or you know, who? And that was the thing too. They said, and I, they definitely weren't going to get this deep into it, but like, arrested for something on the suspicion of a crime and convicted of a crime are very different things. Yeah, <laughs> that to me is he had this planned out. He from had the a start. Con- exactly. Like, yeah. He exactly. knew he was going to frame her for this and take everything yes. from her. Right. So and like, because for him to have the will, it's like, oh, you think you're going to get this, and then it's like it kind of just it, it it just set everything up so nicely, and then you know it just be kind of it just becomes this like this tool. Yeah. And he had like he had things in motion before she found out that there was a will. Right. Exactly. So she had already fallen into the setup for like three different things to happen. Then mm-hmm. she finds out about the will and then he just chops those things all down one at a time mm-hmm. to really spiral her out of control, which is why I love the fucking structure of this movie so much. I know. <laughs> yeah. Me too. And I love the friggin' direction. The camera work and like the cinematography were great because they, yeah. they like made you feel things by shooting a hallway. Yeah. Like yeah. they had some crazy rigs. <laughs> when you yeah, go up insane. to like the corner of the room just to get everything but you the, still can't see it. Yeah. Like the dining room thing. Yeah. Right? Is that what you mean? The dining room kitchen thing where the camera's like in that weird it did like a swoop and then pulled back into the corner. Yeah. So the room looked, looked. I don't even know how to describe it. Like you got the entire room, but right. in that one shot from up in the other corner, like that was fucking awesome. Yeah. 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 But yeah, the 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 panning, and then you would think that it would like stop, and then it continues a little bit to let one more character out of the room, mm-hmm. you know, or like that one long take where they like kind of come out of a room and they just stare at a hallway that's empty for a re- for it seemed like a really long time and then panned into the other room we were just watching him walk through everything mm-hmm. right yeah. you know like that's just the suggestion that they used really fucking helped with the tension because like now you feel like even though you cannot see where he is you feel like you know exactly where he is in the yeah. room at that point right or when she's in the the questioning room at the uh Ugh. at the asylum or the police station or whatever and he's just like it's he's clearly in the corner yeah <laughs> they like block the shots with just like you said just enough negative space to suggest something yeah. should yeah. be there yeah or like there was the one shot of her in the doorway yeah but it was like there was way too much headroom for just her and it was she was knocked out of center slightly so you're just like He's he's in the doorway. He's directly her. behind her. Right. Yeah. You're like he's in the fucking doorway. Yeah. <laughs> Just like like you guys saying like the power of suggestion is, and like insinuating that like yeah, he's mm-hmm. watching you. He's he's in the room next to you and just like pushing the right buttons on her and watching mm-hmm. her slowly unravel was really really 
fun but in a like uh, this yeah. sick disgusting way <laughs> yeah like when fun she was, was fiction when she was at that job interview oh. with her drawings and she goes Ew. to pull them out I was, I was Girl, so always double check before you go. Like, <laughs> triple check. But you don't even know when he pulled them out. He could have been in the like, trunk. <laughs> yeah, like, she could have been holding them. I know. Like, super haphazardly, and he could have just been, like, standing around the corner, like, yeah. <laughs> Floating <laughs> paper. Right. But she's not going to notice. She's like, I got this fucking interview. Yeah. Oh. That was that was, that was gut wrenching. And then what? She passed out, right? She yeah, yeah because she, of he stupid diazepam. That's right. That's right. He drugged her, which was yeah. helpful because when she pulled out the bottle, I was just like, I don't know what diazepam does. <laughs> <laughs> I believe it puts you to sleep. I guess. <laughs> Drowsy. <laughs> but you can still sprint through the woods on it, I guess. But he didn't finish. <laughs> Um, that's when you've passed out from it and then awoken from it <laughs> that's why they call the uh, diazepam runner's high right yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, you become a world class wind sprinter uh, once you wake up after being knocked out from it yeah <laughs> so do we think Universal's doing more of these like monster verse movies like I know they committed to like anything they do it's not like connecting anymore because the mummy yeah. was bad but like, are we getting Look, the like... The mummy fucking wasn't bad, and I'll die on that hill anyway. Okay. I didn't see it. <laughs> I didn't see it either. <laughs> I haven't seen it. I'm telling you. It was good. It was a good fucking movie. They could have definitely built off of it anyway. I think these are cool movies, and like, basically just because Universal owns the rights, it's a cheap movie that they can make. But oh, like, yeah. I do think they are classic characters that... I think they all have merit to be translated into the modern... Like, one is, like... I would... Dude, there's so... Like, I would love to see all of them done in this style. Like, as yeah. much as I personally liked The Mummy from 2017, I would absolutely sign up for all of those big-ticket uh, Universal monsters being pulled into this kind of scenario. Right, like a small-budget yeah. indie movie. Creature from the Black Lagoon... Wolfman, Dracula, Frankenstein, like I would fucking kill yeah. for all of those. Yeah. I do think that it's entirely possible that they take this third suit and we come back for a sequel. And it might not be the same characters and I'd be okay with that. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, she left with a suit. Right. Like, like that implies like a future, but like I just I guess I'm just like so over encumbered by like sequels. I, I like I'll get franchises, like sequels, <laughs> franchises, all of it. Yeah, and like that's even why like Universal like rolled back. They wanted to like recreate Marvel's success, but then they were like, "This isn't gonna work." In 2017, they absolutely could. They just they're cowards. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> but like, sorry, I feel like coming back to it would kind of ruin that satisfied feeling i had at the end yeah because yeah. It does, in the in a, in a possible sequel that involves elizabeth moss specifically yeah right so not in one that is like separated from this like son of the mask or whatever the fuck uh, <laughs> son of the what invisible a random man pull. <laughs> Um, my invisible baby <laughs> so like what is she what is she using the suit for like why would like I, th I felt like she took it at the end of this to make sure that the evidence was with her yeah and that way there was no he kills himself and that's it yeah Um. but if they were to do a sequel with Elizabeth Moss She's using the suit that she walked out of the house with, like, to what end? Right. You yeah. know, does she have, like, a bully from high school that she needs to exact revenge upon? And she becomes, like, this evil monster now? Like, is that what the... <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, what reason would she have to use the suit? Because he's using the suit to terrorize her. Right. Yeah. yeah. So what would she be using the suit for if she's the good person that escaped this? I guess the only thing I could really, like, think of is if she she wasn't the one using it. But then, like gave it to her like cop friend but even then it's like i wouldn't watch that yeah no. right like that's not like, interesting 
And he's like using it to solve crimes and shit. <laughs> yeah, that's like, the, that's, we're like, so far beyond what the point of this movie was. Right. And and like to be honest, like I'm so over movies that are set up to be made into sequels yeah. or to yeah. have follow ups or to have like a whole series. It's like just give me a standalone movie like yeah. that I can yeah, watch like, and be satisfied. And like I really hope that's what they do. Like they keep that satisfying. Like mm-hmm. you know, it's like not everything needs to be serialized. Yeah, be like Midsummer too. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I might watch that out of curiosity, but <laughs> camp is open. Oh, you know. Uh... <laughs> okay. Any final thoughts <laughs> on the Invisible Man? Oh, I thought we were just getting started. <laughs> <laughs> well, if there's more you want to say, Joe, absolutely. <laughs> Let's dig into it. Especially like knowing in the aftermath like all that this movie went through with universal like i think like the first like iteration of it was in 2006 they started talking about it mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. it all just completely got redone after the mummy uh whether or not it was good nobody went to see it and that led to this um <laughs> but like knowing that whole story that we ended up with such a like artistic and like eloquent film I think I really appreciate that in 2020, like one of the worst yeah. years ever. <laughs> and like even like the fact that like this movie came out and then because of the pandemic within four weeks, they released it on digital. Yeah. But I think it's definitely, I think it's getting a lot more attention now that it's like publicly available. Well, to HBO subscribers, mm-hmm. but like, yeah, I, I wish that I had seen this earlier. Yeah, same. I feel the same way. Um, I would have definitely seen this in theaters had I known it wasn't just being given away for free in the trailer. Get on um, my level. I know, right? <laughs> never... Loved the direction of the film. Mm-hmm. And Elizabeth Moss was fantastic. Also believe women, so I don't. I don't know. <laughs> believe women. <laughs> I seed my time. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, no, it was definitely worth the five dollar Tuesday ticket nice. price that I did not personally pay for. Wow. Somebody bought my ticket, so it was definitely worth free. Um, <laughs> I she was going to say she stood at the the exit doors and slipped into the theater and then went and saw it for free (laughs) that's kind of the spirit of the movie though (laughs) but um no i really liked it um i hope like i'm not super familiar with like when you guys were talking about like the dark universe i've seen creature from like the black lagoon like i've seen those Mm -hmm. types of things Mm -hmm. didn't realize that was what it was called um but i would definitely watch more movies like this I, I would pay to go see them um and like i just i'm i want to watch more things that like elizabeth moss is in like i've seen her in mad men i've seen mm-hmm. her in um the hand like handmaid's tale and like i've seen her in this and i can't i was trying to think what else i've seen her in i just i love her acting i think she's one of my favorite actors um because she just she seems real like i, yeah. I get into her characters um, I, I would watch this movie again. Like we were talking about, I would buy it. I'm really glad that, um, you know, I got to share my thoughts about the movie with you guys today and represent the entire tea of women everywhere. <laughs> 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 but yeah, I thoroughly enjoyed this movie. Um, I definitely want to watch it again. I would definitely put it in like, my October spooky movie rotation kind of deal. Um, I am sad I didn't see it in the theater, but ultimately being able to watch it regardless, I'm satisfied with. Uh, You guys all said Elizabeth Moss was awesome. She was fucking the star of the movie. If she wasn't the main actress in this, it would not have been as good. Even if they did everything exactly the same, uh, just anybody else you put in that role, I don't know that they pull you in the way that she does. Um, so she was fucking phenomenal. The direction was great. Um, I don't know. We don't grade movies here. A plus. <laughs> Nine out of ten. 
five out of four and a half out of five? Like, what would be the? We're gonna go with the Roman numeral scale, so we'll we'll go with a V. <laughs> Guys, the stars are right there; they're just invisible. <laughs> See the stars at the bottom of the screen. Make sure you <laughs> click on them. Uh. Like, subscribe. <laughs> Uh, I'll give it four Pizza Hut Readers Club stickers. <laughs> <laughs> so this was our Invisible Man uh, discussion. Thank you very much for watching and or listening. Uh, make sure you are subscribed on our YouTube and that notification bell is turned on because Ooh. algorithms and YouTube and do people even watch things on YouTube? I don't know. Anyway. We're also available on all of your favorite audio devices and uh, podcast streaming platforms as well. Uh, you can find us on social medias as well. You can go on Instagram, you can go on Facebook, you can go on Twitter, whichever you prefer, really. Whichever uh, platform is your forte. Some people don't like them and whatever. But you can find us on all of them. At Pop Cannon with a K. Don't forget the K because uh, it's special and we're all special. Um, you can find us individually. Mm. I, Jordan, can be found on Twitter and Instagram at JL24FPS. I am Robert and you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Yesball. I'm Sarah and you can find me at Instagram, find me on Instagram and sometimes at Twitter. Uh, at Sarah and Dippity. I'm Joe, and you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Joe for Broke. So one more time, thank you for listening, and we will see you on the very next episode of Pop Cannon, so stay tuned. See you again real soon. <laughs> all right, now let's all stand up and, and walk away from the, the, <laughs> the cameras so that... It'll just uh, be lingering on the empty room. We should have done the whole thing just Thank like you. off camera. Invisible. And then just like set up pulleys to move things. Are we really, do we have to stop? Oh, okay. <sighs> Don our invisible suits. I need I need my microphone. <laughs> <laughs> it's down here. My, my mic's all the way up. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs>